If you carry yesterday, you have no time for today. When we stop learning, we start dying. Keep your mind sharp. Pursue knowledge for its own sake. My father did not know the difference between boys and girls. There was no double standard ever. Hello, and welcome to Elder Wisdom, stories from the Green Bench. I'm one of your hosts for these bi-weekly podcasts, Aaron Davis, and my co-host Lloyd Hetherington is here with us for episode 19. Now, every one of these episodes, which you can find at elderwisdom.ca, is different, but all with the common thread of connection. Long before the podcast, The Green Bench was created at Schlegel Village's retirement and long-term care homes as a place of sharing stories, truly a symbol of elder wisdom where we get to sit alongside a senior, share a conversation, or give and offer advice. This allows a great connection with some very special people who have amazing stories to tell. Joining me on The Green Bench, as always, and I am so lucky, is my 86-year-old co-host, Lloyd. He's a Schlegel Village's resident, a dad and grandfather, widower and retired missionary and educator. Most of all, though, Lloyd is a storyteller, because in the words of Socrates, a life that is unexamined is worthless. Fortunately for us, our guest today is helping to examine those lives. Kathy Kleinow is here to share with you, with Lloyd and with me, the importance of storytelling and her collection of interviews among Schlegel residents at Wentworth Heights Community is called The Founder's Legacy. Well, Lloyd, how do we find you today? Well, obviously, we know how to find you. I just kind of turn on the computer and we're ready to go, but uh, how are things with you? They're, they're great. They really are great. I'm in a safe place. I'm among friends. I'm well looked after. I really have no complaints at all. And if I did, they, they would be topped by dozens and dozens of others. So life is good. Yeah. Life is really good. It is good. And you know what's exciting about today is we get to talk to so many people who are your peers and fellow residents and people who write about the retirement community and so many different topics. But this one has really, really sparked your imagination, your creativity, and your passion. So we're so happy to have Kathy with us here today, especially because it's something so close to your heart, Lloyd. So let's go. And Kathy, welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me. Oh, Kathy, we are so thrilled to have you here. You resonate with me, and I'm sure with all of the listeners to the podcast. You know, you are the one of the creative forces behind the Green Bench concept. Perhaps when you began your writing, you did not realize that that was part of the DNA of the Schlegel Village. And I'm just thrilled to hear about the book that you've written and how you've gone about it. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Because... I may be stealing a few of those ideas for use here. <laughs> so tell me how you began. Well, when I came to uh, the village of Wentworth Heights, uh, I really enjoyed the leisurely meals we had in the beginning. 
We sat around the lunch tables and dinner tables and talked about our past. And one day I uh, got the idea of writing a book. I thought these stories were so amazing and so interesting that they had to be preserved. Uh, it was uh, in the summer of uh, 2017. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I sat on the idea for a while and until I had enough courage and shared it with our chaplain, uh, Ken Stiles, and my daughter, Christine, who has written some things before, and they all felt it was a good idea and they would support me. And so I went ahead, I approached people, and usually uh, when they heard my idea, they said, oh, I have nothing to tell. Until... We sat down and I helped them with my questions to remember and uh, in the end most of them said it's a really great story. You just had the skill of extracting from them those gems of wisdom that were buried in their heart. I'm going to have to take lessons from you on that. Well, in my in one of my jobs I did a lot of interviewing so I... Uh, ah. Uh, it took me two years until the book came out. Uh, in the summer of uh, 2019, we had a big party here, the, the book launch, and uh, I had ordered 200 books, and I sold them all and gave them away. <laughs> marvelous, marvelous. Now, this book features 36 stories, two poems, and pictures of those who shared their stories and artwork. And you had some artwork done by a fellow resident, yes. Anne Wingfield. Tell us how that came to be. Anne uh, Wingfield um, started painting in her 50s. And she took courses, and I fell in love with her paintings. And she agreed to donate paintings for the book. So we actually have already picked out about 50 other paintings for the second book. I think it's thrilling that already you're looking for the second book and you're busy doing the interviews already, I'm sure. Yes, I have started again. Uh, the pandemic came in between. I had uh, about uh, 10 stories then. And then, of course, I had to stop. And just recently, I have begun again. Well, let's talk about these two books. The first one, of course, as you say, 2017, and then published a few years later. And it was pre-COVID and working on the second. Now, how do you think, Kathy, that insulation, isolation has put such an exclamation point on the importance of sharing memories with others? Yes, yes, it is. It is really important now that we spend so much time alone we have to have something to reflect on and some something to enjoy. Uh, what I found while I interviewed uh, people for the first book was that by remembering, they realized how many blessings they had. Mm -hmm. They didn't just remember the difficult times and uh, the hurtful experiences. They started to dwell on good times, on their blessings, and uh, it gave them a lot of joy. 
That is such an interesting perspective, and Lloyd, I'd love to you to speak to this because in theconversation.com, they say that memories serve to help us solve problems, and maybe it is that hindsight that allows us to go, you know what, we survived that, we can get through this. Yes, yes. I, I agree wholeheartedly. All of our lives are richer than we ever stopped to think. We have been blessed. Even as I look at Kathy's bio and recognize the challenges she's faced, and yet she's so gracious in sharing what she has. And so it's our task to extract those gems that get buried under the dust of time. And just by talking to the individuals, asking about who they are, what their birth heritage is, it's amazing how things will surface again and they will remember. I know that during this time of uh, crises, I've been digging a lot into my past and have been doing a lot of writing. I've not brought it into a coherent form like you have, but I fall back on those treasures. Precious, precious memories that get lost in the dust of time if we're not careful. Yes. Yes. So yes. you're doing a fantastic job there in helping people to bring to mind how blessed they really are. Well, thank you very much. Yes, I, I really believe in um, a saying I heard some time ago that we've lived our life, but through memories we can live it again. Amen. That's right. And if we dwell on the past, on the precious memories, it enriches our lives. And when things are getting a little tough now, we can say, but I remember, I can remember well what happened in the past, and I thank the powers to be for those blessings that I have. I really believe strongly that this Green Branch concept of extracting the memories from those around us is so therapeutic for the person whose memories are being shared and for the people who will hear those memories. So you're doing a good job. You're the resident therapist <laughs> by bringing to mind. <laughs> Indeed you are, by bringing to mind again how, how well off we really are. Yes, that's right. And Lloyd, I, I never thought about uh, the fact that, uh, yes, uh, my book is in the line of uh, the, the, the Green Bench. I didn't... I knew nothing at the time about the green, green Bench. Well, Kathy, we have a challenge ahead of us. We've got to make this concept better known. The podcast is an excellent vehicle for sharing the wisdom of others. But your book is another tool. And after this podcast is finished, I want to be in touch with you about some ideas I have. And I'll make sure I com carbon copy the Schlegel administrations so they will also be aware of some of the things I've been thinking. But you sparked a real interest in getting the stories told, not just in your village or mine, but throughout the whole organization. So we, we will stay in touch about this. Well, you know, at one point I thought if I were younger, I would go from village to village and, and write the stories. But you can now look at the social media and what we're doing here today. I'm in another province altogether. There is no reason that you can't do this yes. using Zoom or FaceTime or 
some other way because really, no matter what the technology, we go back millennia to where people, humans began, or even painting on cave walls mm -hmm. and, and telling our stories, wanting to be remembered. In your experience, Kathy, what makes a good interviewer? Lloyd and I can always use tips, but I'd like to hear what you find works for you. Well, the, the first thing, uh, you have to be a very good listener. Now, I, I think I am a good listener. Listen for the meaning and the feelings of the person and showing them that you are interested, you feel with them. Sometimes it helped when I had similar experiences to share that with them. And you do share your story in New Beginnings, which is ironically the final entry in your first book. And you included a poem at the beginning of the book by German poet Hermann Hesse, and it's called Steps. You use a few lines to kind of set up your story. Uh, could we hear it in the mother tongue, in, in German to begin with, and then um, a few lines in English, if you wouldn't mind for us, Kathy? That would be wunderbar. Well, <laughs> yes, uh, Hermann Hesse is my favorite poet, uh, and his um, poet in German is Stufen. And the line that um, has touched me most is, Denn jedem Anfang wohnt ein Zauber inne, der uns beschützt und der uns hilft zu leben. And in English we translated it to, in every beginning dwells a magic, protecting us and helping us to live. I love that. It is beautiful, isn't it? In the beginning, there is the magic. Whole, a whole new world opens up, new experiences. Yes. Uh, I, I love that. And uh, I felt my, my life was uh, a series of new beginnings. Tell us about those. Tell us about some of your new beginnings. You were born in now Serbia, but Yugoslavia, yes. raised in Germany. So now this doesn't mean we're not going to buy the book if we're in the gift shop at Village of Wentworth Heights. You said it sold out, but I'm trusting we're going to need more. But do tell us some of your story, won't you, Kathy? Um, of course, the beginning in, in Germany was very, very difficult. Uh, we came there during the war after losing everything. Uh, and uh, we were shoved back and forth within uh, post-war Germany. When actually my brother and I felt that we had our roots in Germany, my parents decided to emigrate to Canada, which was very difficult for us. We had to give up our career plans. Yeah, life was very difficult in the beginning, but then I came to love Canada. Another new beginning was um, my marriage and having children. Motherhood is the most important thing in my life. Mm -hmm. I went, I'm, I'm sort of a latecomer in life, <laughs> I think. I went back to college and university as an adult. Uh, I learned to play the piano at 78. Ah! <laughs> what an accomplishment. And wrote my first book at 85. So, yeah. But uh, I love Canada now, but still there were uh, new beginnings. I, um, 
I started to teach uh, when I was 47 and had another career change uh, because I taught in uh, at Humber College in um, government-sponsored courses, which were scrapped because of uh, funding uh, mm -hmm. loss. Uh, I became a secretary of a church and then came uh, retirement. And for 10 years, I lived very close to my youngest daughter and spent my time with three of my grandchildren, which was a wonderful time. And then there was another beginning at Wentworth Heights, which led to a very pleasant life, I must wow. say. You are the embodiment of the saying that it is never too late to write a happy ending. Every chapter for you is a new beginning. You know, no wonder. Yes, it is true. And every chapter sounds so exciting, where you reinvented yourself again and again. I love that openness and creativity. We're never, ever too old to take on new experiences and new opportunities. And you, you're just proving it again and again and again. Well, if you're not open, you miss so much in life. Exactly. And reflecting on a life also helps not only us, but of course the generations to come. And there are some wonderful tips on ways that people who don't have perhaps your interviewing or writing ability, which of course Lloyd shares with you, from a website called lifehack.org, people can have their loved one's artwork turned into jewelry or dinner plates. You can upload photos, videos, stories to websites, or for heaven's sakes, write a journal. You know, I've heard from so many people, Kathy and Lloyd, and I know you'll attest to this, who say, well, I wrote this, and then my sister said it was boring, so I just put it away. <laughs> we listen to the little voices instead of doing it for ourselves. And that's so important just to have someone like you, Kathy, who wants to listen to the story or to know that one day you may have a child or grandchild who wants to know about Nana's upbringing or something like that. What really pleased me was uh, the um, comments from families whose mother or father had participated in the book. They really treasure those stories, <laughs> and uh, that's a good feeling. And you're wise to hang on to those precious comments by the children of the people you've interviewed. No matter what you do, there will always be some who will find the fault. You didn't dot the I properly. <laughs> you didn't cross the T properly. But they, they are far, far outweighed by those who say, wow, that's a beautiful job. That really reflects who my mother, who my father was. And we get to the point in our lives, and I'm experiencing this now because my dad is now 88 and his memory is not what it used to be, where I'm so glad I sat down and interviewed my mom and dad. We did it on camera a few years ago, and of course I made them tell me that I was their favorite daughter because... But <laughs> You'll turn off the switch otherwise. Yeah, well, exactly, Lloyd. I'm in charge. But the importance of having that when in the moment my mom and dad were like, really, why do you want to do this? 
because you have to have the foresight to look down the road. And there are among us, of course, are indigenous people. This is so ingrained in them, being the storytellers, telling the memories so that none of these fade away. It's so important. Yes, yes, I agree uh, with you. And I must say, I regret I didn't ask enough questions of my parents. Yeah. So how has your own past informed you as you move forward? And how has your first book sort of made you go, oh, you know what? This is what I should do for my second book. Do you think that there were lessons in the first one, Kathy, that have taught you maybe as an interviewer or perhaps you'd already fully honed your skills? What is the second book going to be perhaps as compared to the first? Well, one thing uh, I am changing is I'm including uh, staff members as well, uh, because I feel we are a community and uh, we all belong together. Actually, I must confess, I did not intend to write a second book. Go on. I love confessions. We love a confession in an interview, don't we, Lloyd? (laughs) You got to believe it. Yeah. I was so pleased and relieved when the first book was uh, was out, and uh, I was totally astounded when at the book launch, 12 people came and put their names down for the second oh, book. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So I had to go on. But that, that happened. Victories lead to victories. <laughs> you conquered. You had a victory with your first book. And it's leading to the second, and who knows? So keep it up there. That's tremendous. Uh, Kathy, do people ever come up to you and say, I know that you've been doing interviews. I would like to talk to you. Or do you have to pursue? Do you have to figuratively knock on doors? How do you get together with your interview subjects? For the first book, I had to pursue people. And Mm -hmm. I had to do a lot of persuasive work. (laughs) Uh, For the second book so far, people have come to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Wonderful. But I have only about a dozen now, uh, and I guess I'll... I'll have to do something to to get more people interested. Well, if you find a way to do other villages, I happen to know Lloyd's phone number, and you guys can do it the old-fashioned way over the phone, too. That can sometimes bring out more intimacy if someone doesn't have to tell their story face-to-face. You know, it's another tool in your chest, if you'd consider that, too, Kathy. Here, I sound like I want to be your publishing agent. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Why not? Lloyd and I both want to get in on this. I, I, I agree that we need to hear from the other villages. And what you've already accomplished, Kathy, was a dream of mine that this would happen. But you've gone ahead and you've done it while I'm still dreaming. (laughs) (laughs) You're the spur to get me moving now. And I I shall certainly explore options with the Schlegel Village organization to see how we can encourage storytelling from all of the villages. For the first book, we had two or three workshops. And that helped people to... Uh, Uh decide uh, whether they wanted to uh, participate and how to participate because they don't have to uh, tell their whole life story. It could be a special event, it could be about childhood or 
uh, raising children, whatever they felt like sharing. Mm. What a wonderful idea the workshop is. There you go, Lloyd, another tip. Yeah. And the first book, of course, called The Founder's Legacy, Telling the Stories of the Wentworth Heights Community. What is the next one called? Uh, The Legacy Continued. Lovely, lovely. Lovely indeed. The title of your book is so, so fascinating. It's very creative. Can you tell me how you came upon that title? Um, At the opening of uh, the uh, village of Wentworth Heights, Ron Schlegel made all the present residents members of the Founders Circle. Everyone even uh, received a, a very nice little plaque, which is now above my desk. And so I thought it was an appropriate title of The Founders' Legacy. Lovely. Okay, we're going to wrap up with a big picture question for you both. As we are all interviewers, we love to ask questions. If you could interview anyone, and I'll start with Kathy, and this is dead or alive, who would you want to sit down with on the green bench for a conversation? No limits. And then, why? Oh, with the Dalai Lama. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And why? Because of his immense wisdom and his his love for people, his charity, and his concern for, for people, and also his courage. He has had immense courage. I heard him once in Berlin. Oh, under what circumstances? How did that happen? It was uh, a church festival. They have uh, church festivals every four years. Uh, The German Evangelical Church uh, Mm. has invited him to speak in that year. That was in in the 90s, I think. Mm. Wow. Okay, Lloyd, you've had time to think about this. Oh, indeed I have. All right. I I would love to have Mother Teresa sit beside me. I just admire her so much. And probably for the same reasons that Kathy mentioned, she has a heart overflowing with compassion. She genuinely cared for people. And she was not interested in self, not interested even in the prosperity or the wealth of the people around her. She was just so concerned that the least of the least would be cared for and protected and loved. To me, that's such a marvelous example. And I've tried to model it, but I never reached the levels of a Mother Teresa mm-hmm. of caring and showing a compassionate heart for others. So, Kathy, we're on the same wavelength. We both admire people yes. who care for people. <laughs> I think so, yes. Mm. Indeed. And uh, Lloyd, I'm glad you haven't reached Mother Teresa status because I couldn't tell you dirty jokes before we record anymore. (laughs) You just take the fun right out of it all. Goodness. Sorry about that. (laughs) I I thought we were getting along so well together. Now I find I'm robbing you of the joys of life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Obviously, we would all want to sit and have a talk with people we love who've passed on and find out what the afterlife is like Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, who's got it right. But uh, I'm just so fortunate that I get to talk with so many people from rock stars to seniors home residents who are rock stars in their own worlds. I've had such a great life that it's not that I'm incurious, but I'm just Hmm. deeply full of gratitude and satisfaction. So 
I'm happy to be here with you too. You describe that so well. You really do. To be filled with the joys of interacting with others. People are so precious and so important. And Kathy, the way you're bringing out that importance of individuals, getting them to feel their self-worth, their importance, you, you are accomplishing far, far more than you realize. Thank you. Thank you for being a storyteller, a legacy protector, and just a wonderful guest here today, Kathy. We can't wait for the legacy continues, and who knows, more stories to come. So thank you, Kathy. It's been such a pleasure having you on the Green Bench, and my heart resonates with yours. And this is a new beginning for me as I contact you to share my dreams and gain your insights. Thank you very much. Looking forward to it. I hope you'll join Lloyd and me again. Now, just before we move on from the Green Bench and get ready for our next chat with Beth Goodwin, who shares her perspective on being a caregiver to a partner with Alzheimer's, please subscribe for additional episodes every two weeks. You'll be notified just as soon as they're up. And we invite you to share your thoughts and opinions on social media using hashtag Elder Wisdom to help others find us on this Green Bench. Just take a moment to rate and review the Elder Wisdom podcast. Go to elderwisdom.ca to find the link. While you're there, take the Elder Wisdom pledge. I'm Erin Davis, and Lloyd Hetherington and I thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you again soon. Your seat on the green bench is ready and waiting. Elder Wisdom, stories from the green bench is brought to you by Schlegel Villages, a complete continuum of care, offering independent living to long-term care, celebrating and honoring the wisdom of the elder. To learn more about us, please go to our website, schlegelvillages.com.